What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Hook One Pod. We're back at the Hook One Bait and Tackle in Marine City, Michigan. I'm Pete. And I'm Willie. And we got a pretty cool uh, show planned for you today, basically talking about what life at the shop has been like. We did one of these about a year ago to the day. Really? Um, and so we're bringing this one back, and we're really looking forward to it. We've gone, we've come a long way in a year. I'm, I'm proud to say that we've come a long way in a year. Uh, we've had a lot of awesome help along the way. And, well, I don't know. What do you think, Louie? Uh, it's definitely been a, a journey to get here, but to say the least, but I mean, the shop has almost zero room left, so compared to where we were at last year, it's a huge difference. Yeah, I think last year, you know, at this time, we were talking about really bulking up and and getting set on what we needed to get set up on, and the bulking's about done. Um, We've got jigs on jigs on jigs. You know, there's a bunch of plastics that are set up in here. We've got all the odds and ends as far as, like, jigging wraps, uh, the buckshot spoons, different size jigs, different style jigs, uh, crankbaits of all different types and sizes, bandits, flicker sheds, hit sticks, uh, yellow minnows from Canada, obviously Rapalas. Um, so it's been really cool getting there. It's been really cool. Uh, this summer we've dived head into the musky game. Yeah. Um, shout out to the guys at Chaos Tackle. They've been awesome. Uh, they've been one of the ones that have been up front, you know, communicating with us. And we've got a bunch of the Medusas, Poseidons. Um, we brought in some of their assault sticks there. They've got some nice rods. Um, we've made relationships with companies like St. Croix, Northland Tackle, on top of all the local guys that we work with that are awesome. So it's been it's been an awesome first year, and it's exciting because it's like we've done this in one year, you yeah. know. Yeah. So it's you look five years down the road, you get five of those that add up. It could hopefully turn out to, to what we've been visioning. Yeah, it's uh, coming together piece by piece, but it's been cool to watch it from where looking at pictures from a year ago and then kind of comparing them to what kind of expanded into this. It's nuts. Well, we were just talking about it, and, like, I was showing you uh, – what, what? it was, like, footage from the old cameras, yeah. from the cameras about a year ago. And the shop looked pathetic. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. We had, we had two shelves in here. We had like four things, a uh, uh, pegboard up on the wall. And I mean, but that's what's so cool is like now you sit back here and look at it and it's like, you know, the real cases are actually pretty full given the circumstances of everything yeah. going on. Um, the, the fillet knives that we've got in front of us, we've got three other showcases with boots and reels and custom lures and tackle boxes and musky baits. So it's been cool watching that. And then, you know, there's stuff in the back that needs to get up. So I think yeah. that's something that we look forward to this winter um, is basically pegboarding everything. Yeah. it's gonna Even be- if it's only a couple inches, it's going to get pegboard on it because we can hang something on it. Yeah, this winter is going to be insane. What, um, what's been one of the biggest challenges uh, for you? Like, has it been like the repetition of everything going on? Uh, I'd ask you if it's been like the lack of fishing, but you – really haven't slowed down doing that at all i probably fish more this year than i have any other year in my life to be honest with you um but what do you think's been like one of the biggest challenges at least that you see from your side because as much as like we love working here and we love doing our thing it's two totally different things to us like yeah i see it one way in the jobs that i do here are one thing and then you probably see it another way and what you do here is something because obviously if we're both doing the same thing and something's not getting done yeah I mean, 
it's honestly not bad at all. I mean, it's not like you dread waking up for work every day like a lot of people do. It's kind of just you're enjoying something that you love to do like every day. But I mean, I wouldn't even say it's a bad part. It's just tiring. It's the early mornings like every single day in the springtime. But it's long days. It is long days. But I mean, it's not even that bad. No, I mean, we make up for it in in like the late fall and winter. You know, like we talk about, we don't do the ice fishing. So it's like we make up for it because, you know, once March, April, May rolls around, it's, you know, you got a farther drive than me. I got to walk downstairs. Yeah. But we're getting up before the sun every day and we're out there, whether it's fishing or uh, doing stuff with the bait shop or going out fishing after the bait shop, we're out there till after dark. So it's, you're going dark to dark every day. Yeah. Three, four months on end. And it's the three, four months that everyone's partying, right? Everyone's having a good yeah. time. Everyone's getting out on the boat. They're going out to the lake. They're going out to the sandbars. Fuck that. No. We don't have time for that. No, it's always trying to stay on the new bites, find the fish, figure out where the fish are going. It's it's constant work, but it's fun work. It's just tiring. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, the absolute worst part is coming to work on good mornings where there's zero wind cloudy overcast and just watching people hammer fish in front of the shop might be the worst part about it yeah that's about it though yeah that part's tough it real is. tough um i don't know i think the the supply chain stuff seeing it from my side dealing with all the orders and everything like that it, it's getting better in some areas it's getting worse in some areas uh, I am seeing with a lot of like the local guys dealing with a lot of issues as far as like not finding any help or like not being able to keep up just because the demand is so high and they can't get products or they can't get help. Uh, but honestly, man, it's a good problem to see. I'd rather see all these guys busier than they need to be yeah. rather than slow and, and worrying about when the next order's coming in. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely been awesome. I think the hardest thing for for me has been like, I don't know, being comfortable with where we're at, I guess. Like, I'm so concerned with growing, 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 growing. Yeah. Like, I want to put more in here. I want to do this. I want to do that. I think the hardest thing has been, like, focusing on what we do best and, and doing it. And when we do focus on that, you know what I mean? It's It works out really well. Like, as much as we love doing the other stuff, we're walleye jig fishermen. Yeah. Like, if you want if you want to learn how to walleye jig, if you want to get better at walleye jigging, if you want to come in here and discuss colors and – uh, you know, areas to fish and time of year and watercolor, like all that stuff. That's what we do. Um, so the hardest part's been, you know, staying focused on that while we get into all this musky stuff, while we get into the smallmouth uh, and large, well, mostly the smallmouth market, um, because that's what we do out here. I mean, but, yeah, this river has three main things. I shouldn't even say main. No, nah, it's it got everything. so many. But like summertime, you, it's mostly walleye, smallmouth, musky, and walleye slow down in the summertime. But do they? Nah, for most people. They just don't want to work. But, I mean, it's mostly smallmouth and musky. But that's our job, right? Like, that's our job to be here. Because I don't think even necessarily a lot of it. I think a lot of it, obviously, like you see it on the Facebook and the forums, these guys that, you know, limit out and get out of here and they got their vote for two, three months a year, which is fine. Because everyone does what they do. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the people just don't know. 
I think that's what's been cool about the bait shop. Like we just had, we literally before we were starting this, just had that guy in from Kansas. Yeah, and he was talking. He goes, "Yeah, I heard there's a couple walleye in the river, dude. There's thousands. Yeah, you gotta find them. They're buried in the weeds. They're sitting out in fifty foot of water on the rock patches, eating gobies and, and whatever bait fish they can find. So I th- I think that's gonna be something that's interesting. I mean, we, I've caught more walleye this year than any year past." And it really isn't even close. Like, we've just been crushing them. Yeah, it's been an insanely good year. I mean, even bass fishing lately in the river, it's been like you're at least catching four or five walleye every time you go out just because there's so many of them that they have nowhere to go. Right, and I think, like, that's what I was saying. Like, I think that's our job, you know, as as owners of a bait shop, it's not our job to give you the coordinates and tell you where the fish are. No. It's not our job to give you the spots that, that we do. It is our job to teach, you know, to teach people how to do it yeah. and to help them catch more fish. And I'm telling you right now, you know, I'm talking to guys that are coming in in the morning and they're catching their limit of fish. They're catching their six still jigging. You know, you got to go a little earlier in the morning. You got to use a little bit different style baits. You've got to target different areas than you're used to fishing. You can't just run out to 30 feet and drop a jig yeah. down and get them. Or go night jigging or handlining, or whipping, or casting, anything at night, and you can go to 20 to 25 feet of water, you're going to catch at least one walleye. I can promise you that. And it's just because that's what they do this time of year. This time of year, they're sluggish. They eat bugs, and they eat at night. Now, we're already into August, or in, yeah, we're already into August, which is crazy. Yeah. It's um, so they're going to start heading, hopefully, they start heading towards their fall pattern soon. I mean, I don't know how many more Septembers I can have where it's 90 degrees, uh, I mean, personally, I'm not complaining, but as far as like for the hunting and fishing goes, it's not great. It's not great at all, but hopefully it slows down a little bit. It's what, um, so now that we're heading into fall and we're kind of, you know, for people that don't do this, obviously, which is probably most of you, um, like when you get into fall is when we really start planning a lot of stuff for next year, as far as like, you know, what are we going to bring in for spring? ICAST just happened. So there's yes. a bunch of new products out. Um, what are what are some products that you're that you want to bring in or that you're looking forward to bringing? Uh, I know I'm putting you on the spot. There's a lot. Um, I'm excited to see the new uh, VMC crawler harnesses. They had a lot of really cool colors, but I I don't know if I'm excited to see them, but I'm interested. They look they look pretty sweet. They had a lot of cool colors. Um, Another one is the, uh, oh, God, what is it? Repollinated. Oh, my God. It's a, a shadow jig wrap. Yeah, so it's, I'm not sold on that. It's a it's like a, a white version of, like, a jig wrap. So instead of being at, what is it, nine centimeters? Well, isn't it wider, too? Yeah, and there's no front hooks, so it's made for casting. It's, it's basically, essentially, so you guys know what the jig and wrap is, and it, on the fall, it's still it's erratic, but on the fall, it's almost straight down the way it's weighted and the way it is. This bait is a little bit wider, uh, so it's more made to glide. So when you give it a really good rip up, when you give it a really good rip up, I don't know what that was. I don't know if you guys heard that, that in the podcast. But I just heard something smack. Anyway, um, it's made a lot wider for – for it to glide down off that rip and last a lot longer. Yeah. So basically the, like what I was reading and kind of found out it's made for colder water. So when you rip up, it's like 
slow glide, slow glide down. It's made to catch like the sluggish big fish during the spawn is basically what I got out of it. Just kind of let it sit in front of their face, glide around them, piss them off just enough. No doubt. No doubt. I'm excited next year. Uh, well, one, I'm really excited to start painting our own jigs and and helping out there. Uh, our poor jig guy, we he got buried this year. Yeah, He was... did an awesome job, but uh, I'm really excited to start painting our own jigs. We're obviously tying our own stingers, doing our own musky leads, doing our own crawler harness leads. Um, but as far as, like, product goes to bring in I, it's from not, ICAST yeah from ICAST yeah it's your favorite thing you I'm looking forward ICAST? to the I, dude it's not fishing lure related but I'm trying to get into those uh AFCO deck boots oh my god they look like they knocked it out of the park they won best in category they were they were pretty sick. um St. Croix we just became a, a, a carrier of their rods oh, so people on Facebook let me know how angry they are about that apparently but yeah they gotta find something else to do their new musky <laughs> rod is pretty sweet yeah the their handle. new musky rod's interesting and they won best in class for their freshwater fishing rod um their legend tournament bass mm -hmm. so i had to make sure that was right um yeah the blue but one. they're yeah they're blue the legend tournament bass is here we already have some of the legend tournament walleye stuff in here um but i'm definitely excited to go there I'm excited, actually, next year. Like I was telling you, tickets are already booked. I'm really excited to head to ICAST next year. Yeah. Um, ICAST is such a cool event that I'm looking forward to. And that's, you know, it ties in with the life here because it gives us that opportunity. You know, I'm sitting here waiting tables or managing the restaurant. I'm not going to ICAST. I got no reason to be there. But now we're doing this, right? Yeah. Not only are we doing it for the bait shop. But as guides, we get to go there and see all this stuff coming out. That just gets us churning for next year. It just gets you fired up just to get it all back going again next year. I'm most excited to go because there's a lot of stuff they released there that, I mean, we usually can't get our hands on for like six to eight months after ICAST happens. But they hand out like a lot of stuff. So like the Jig and Shadow Wrap, I think they handed out like a thousand of them. And you just get to go fish them. You're basically a tester. And nobody has the power to use them. That's what I'm excited about. Just kind of use stuff nobody else can. Yeah. Well, it just it just gives us the opportunity. Because that's, I mean, at the end of the day, that's why we're here. We're here. I'm not here, you know, and we tell all our customers this. I'm not here to serve you minnows when you come in. I'm not here to serve you worms when you come in. That's absolutely what I'm going to do. But a big reason why we're here is you can go get minnows at the gas or you can go get worms at the gas station. Yeah. A big reason why we're here is to bring that new stuff to everybody. We yeah. get to bring you guys the new stuff. We get to get our hands on the product, see the product coming out. We're not going to lie to you. I feel yeah. like we've at least owed ourselves and built that reputation. Yeah. You know, we, I have got nothing to lie to you and sell you. Um, but it's just cool because we never like, you know, you and I growing up, when I shit, you're still growing up. <laughs> but you and I growing up, we didn't have that opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not a knock necessarily on on anywhere around here. Like in Marine City, we didn't even have a bait and tackle shop. Yeah. We just had a good dude that would sell jigs out of his garage. Uh, and he made really good jigs. Uh, but like we didn't really have that opportunity. Now I the opportunity i can get my hands on all these new st croix rods all these new daiwa rods uh the shimano stuff that's up in the air 
They're just back ordered on everything. Um, but like a lot of this stuff, you know, the new plastics that are coming out, the new swim, the swim baits and paddle tails that yeah. are coming out. It's just cool because otherwise people have to drive, you know, at least for us in this area, you got to drive 45 minutes to Cabela's or whatever it is yeah. and hope they have it. And they more than likely don't, which is a sad part. Well, you know how that, you know how the supply chain is. Yeah. But it's definitely been um, interesting to see. I think the coolest thing, I talked about it last time on this podcast, we did part one. The coolest thing about it is like about this here at the bait shop is still talking to all these guys that come in and they've got these different ways to fish. Like that is so cool to me. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's cool to see how everybody's been catching fish like this past year. Uh, we get a lot of guys that come from out of town during the spring. And then one guy was using hair jigs, like, really, really early. And I usually don't use hair jigs until, like, July or August when the water warms up and you can pop them really good. This guy was out fishing everyone around us with a one, it was like a quarter-ounce hair jig just slowly popping it off the bottom. And kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things this year. It didn't take much. No. Well, that's the thing is like everyone fishes their only regardless. I mean, we, how many times we preach on there just because you come fishing, you know, if you come out fishing with one of us, it, you're still going to fish differently. Even if you like the way we fish, you're still going to fish it a little differently. Uh, and that goes for the guys on shore, the guys in the boat, the guys jigging, crawler harnesses, yeah, you know, doing all that sort of hand lining. Yep. You hear all sorts of stuff that like right away, it makes you want to scratch your head. Like, what is this guy talking about? Yeah. And then you think about it and you're like, damn, Yep. That's pretty smart. Like, where'd you hear that? Yeah. Uh, and I know I said that last year, like you could talk to people that have no experience really yeah. as, as far as fishing goes. And they might just say something that they've heard or that they've seen before that maybe we've never heard or we've never seen before. And it's like, yeah, I'll, I'll take that to the bank. Yeah. I'll cash that. Yeah. It's been cool to see and hear about how everybody's been catching fish around this. A lot of you think it's just like, you're they're only jigging, they're only pulling bottom bounces, they're only hand lining. But I mean nobody around here even casts and you can go cast and that walleye's more than likely never seen a swim bait before. No, not especially not like the ones they're making now. I mean they're the colors on them are unbelievable, the actions on them unbelievable. Um and that's another thing. Like there's nowhere for us, like around here, there's nowhere really to find swim baits. No, not you at gotta all. go down to the lake. Yeah. Good ones, too. Or the nearest, I mean, what, half hour before you're on? That's farther than that. It's like 45 minutes almost. So, but it's definitely, it's it's been such an eye-opening experience. And we, dude, the support we've had has been unbelievable. Yes, a lot of support. The Our customers, our regulars, like our, our they've been so good to us. Um and in turn, we can be good back to them. We can, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, like, what do they call it? What do they say? One hand washes another or something like that? Or <laughs> I'm not don't, that out, dude. don't bite the hand that feeds you? Something like that? It's not don't bite the hand that feeds you, I'll tell you that. Yes, it is. Well, that's a saying, but not this. Same thing. Snap back. Wait, what? They come by baits, we help them catch fish, right? I guess. That was good. 
I guess. Hey, I'm proud of that one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Rate that one in the comments. But uh, I'm giving it an 8.3. Wow. I pulled that one out of nowhere. Wow. On that note, Louie, what's some stuff? Uh, what do we got coming up this fall? Or what do you have coming up this fall that uh, you're looking forward to? Uh, let's see. Fall smallmouth, definitely. They get big and fat and hungry. Uh, musky fishing in the fall. Walleye fishing in the winter time. And a lot of duck hunting. That early winter thing's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The early winter thing. The trolling out there is really cool. We'll definitely do a segment on that. Well, they're going to do a segment on that when it gets closer. That way it's a little bit fresh for people. Um, Hopefully salmon, too. The salmon thing is interesting because they – last year um, – and it's interest, It's funny because this is all one year apart. Last year around this time is when we started thinking, you know, are the salmon going to come back? Are the salmon going to come back? And about three weeks after this, because it's usually around the start of September. Dude, guys are getting into like five, six-pound cohos. The yeah. Atlantics have been around all summer. They've just disappeared for the last month or so, but the Atlantics have been around all summer. So it's yeah. like I'm really looking forward to see if those salmon are going to be coming around uh, in the fall. Yeah. No, I'm excited. So hopefully they come back and we get big ones, big cohos, big Atlantics, maybe a king. That'd be sick. So I'm, I need – um, not I need, but I'm, I'm looking forward to when Chase is going to be coming out. So we did that uh, – we did an interview with Chase that you all remember, and we're going to have him come out because he works, like we said, he works closely with Garmin. Um, and I'm really excited to do the demo days out on the dock with Garmin. Yeah. Um, and we'll have a bunch of products from Garmin Marine out basically doing, you know, showing the live scope on the ice unit, showing the uh, live scope out on the boat, showing it at forward, showing it down, showing it 360. I'm looking forward to being able to bring events to people um, that, that, are different that's yeah. all i guess it's just bringing something that's different because we've already got places that host great seminars and they have great fishermen come in there and we have our fair share of seminars we have our fair share of interviews you know doing stuff like that but i really want to start bringing product to people and, and putting it in their hands because let's be honest dude nothing's getting cheap anymore no and so you kind of want to know what you're buying before you buy it yeah for sure uh, I wish there were more, like when I was younger, uh, dealer days, whatever they call them. I think that's kind of the benefit. Like there's so many cons to social media and we all hate it. Uh, but I think that's a big benefit to social media is it makes the world smaller. And so it's just reaching out to these people like, Hey, you want to make this happen? And, uh, the Garmin one's going to be really cool because I think now more than ever, guys are getting more into their electronics. Yes, way like more. Like, we want to learn more about electronics. So what's the best way to learn than from somebody that sells the product and installs the product? Yeah, you can go to Lake St. Clair, and a guy with six graphs on their boat isn't even uncommon anymore. It's insane. It really is crazy to think about because you get guys now, you got them at the helm, you got them at the bow, and a lot of, like, the walleye trolling guys and stuff, now you got them at the, at the back of the boat too. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of nuts. It's a lot of money wrapped up in electronics. Yeah, and that's like we talk to people in the shop all the time. It you got a lot of money wrapped up in electronics. Even if you get one unit, yeah, one unit's gonna run you at least a thousand bucks for the. I mean, you get them on sale and stuff, and 
But if you get like a 10 inch unit, it's going to be around a thousand bucks. And what's the point of putting a thousand dollars on, you know, on your boat if you don't know how to use it? Yep. There's so many helpful things in there that help you with live scope, identifying fish, identifying rocks. There's so much in there that helps you with sonar, with maps. Um, so it's like you should learn that stuff. And, and, you know, I'm a firm believer that we need that you should try it before you buy it. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, Pan Optics, I didn't buy it until I fished out of Pete's boat for probably a month or two months before I really decided that I needed it. And I really didn't need it, but it helped me catch a lot of fish this year. I will say that's like the one thing I was not trying it before I bought it. I was like, Pan Optics? Hell yes. Yeah. Put it on my boat. I'll learn how to use it. And I did. And it's, it, dude, it's been such a helpful tool. It's helped us catch so many fish that we probably wouldn't have caught. And to be honest, it's probably helped me miss some fish that I probably wanted to catch because I get so fired up when they're chasing my lure. Yeah. Um, but it's helped us catch a lot of fish as far as like walleyes, walleye. They're down there on the bottom, pound the bottom with a jig until they bite. But it's yep. helped us catch the salmon and the trout and the whitefish and the muskie and the smallmouth and yep. the perch. I thought it was funny when this spring, not even spring, it was probably about a month ago, I was on a lot of walleye, like a lot. Uh, in the river, upriver here, and uh, where? What's the coordinates? What's the exact coordinates? Can't tell you. Come on. Nope. And uh, what's it next to? What's the landmark it's by? The exact coordinates of the landmark. Uh, <laughs> undescribable. Yeah, indescribable. Okay. Anyway, uh, so what'd you find up there? Uh, so I mean. Right around like 9.30 or 10 after catching and releasing all morning, everybody around me was kind of like, oh, fish must have left, must have went shallower, must have went deeper. And I'm looking at live scope, and there were hundreds of walleye just down there. You could throw anything up or down, could not catch them. And everybody was like dead set that they moved shallower, they moved deeper, something. But another half hour later, I was the only one on that drift, and I started catching them again. And I, I don't think if I had didn't have pan optics, I definitely would not have caught those fish again. I mean, you would have left. You know, the thing I've noticed a lot, especially with pan optics, I guess, and getting better with my graphs is like, especially when you get to this time of the summer, there's some serious bite windows for these. Like when we're walleye fishing, like we'll go through first thing in the morning. You know, if I'm out on a trip, first thing in the morning we'll whack them. And then, like, 9 o'clock rolls around, and it's dead yep. for, like, the next hour, hour and a half. It's tough. 10.30 rolls around, and we're smacking them again right up until the minute we leave around yep. 11.30 and 12 o'clock. Uh, and it's really cool, but it's interesting to see because a lot of people are like, oh, the sun came up and the bite died. Maybe the bite just died, and they're going to pick back up later. That's yep. something that I've, I've noticed a lot more this year than in years past. Um, so it'll be cool to kind of follow that around. Yeah, it's been kind of cool this year to just experiment and see. There's a couple weeks where it hit like 9.30 or 10, and you just had to switch colors, and you just start beating them up again. I wish the fishing off the shop dock was a little bit better. It's been We did mediocre. get some pike and a muskie and some large mouth. It's pretty mediocre this year, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, perch fishing was phenomenal for us early in the spring. It was pretty good. That was about it, though. But I um, coho off the dock, though. 
Yeah, the coho on the perch rig was sweet. It was pretty sweet. That was really cool. Um, I think I think another thing that we noticed is like we would how we talk about, you know, people kind of putting the boats away early. I will say, and, and obviously it's probably because we've been open a full year longer, but we've definitely been busier this year, and it's been a lot of guys coming to get the stuff that we put in last year, hoping to sell that never that never really took off, or we sold yeah. a few units here and there. And so this year, I was kind of hesitant on ordering it again. Um, like a lot of the flatworms, a lot of these custom flatworms that we have, like more so bass baits, yeah, uh, and certain walleye style baits, and they've taken off. So it's been it's been cool to see that um, customers are starting to come in and trust us a little bit, and and uh, you know they have no problem asking us to bring more stuff in the shop. Which hey, if they're gonna buy it, I'll, I'll put it in. Yeah, no, it's been cool that uh, one thing brings them in, and they're like, oh, you have this, you have this, you have this. It's like. It's kind of cool. Well, it goes back to, you know, someone will ask, hey, do you have this? And it's like, no. Yeah. And then I think for a second, I'm like, oh, shit. We should probably have that. Yeah. It's like, why don't we? Yeah. And it's like, you know, we look, it we it goes right over our head. We look right past it. And uh, it's just been funny because that I think that's a big way the store's grown so fast is people are just like, hey, get this. And as soon as we hear two, three, four customers kind of say it, it's like, all right, you know, maybe we're screwing up. We really got to put, we really got to put this in the shop. Yeah, and it's happened a lot so far. There's been a lot of things that have gone over our head. Well, I mean, let's just face reality how it is. We're both young. Yeah, it's uh, both of our first times running a shop. There hasn't been a shop specifically in Marine City in a long time. So it's trying to figure out what your clientele is going to be too, because there's a lot of stuff that I would love to sell in here uh, that. We don't really have the option to sell it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's cool to, you know, it's cool to be able to at least see that progress. Yeah, no, it has been really cool. Really cool. But what, um, you know, we talk about what we have in the shop. What do you, what do you see that needs to come in the shop? Uh, or do you think we're there and it's more so, you know, bulking up inventory instead of having, you know, what do we have back there? seven Poseidon colors, eight Poseidon colors, you know, you, you bulk up to 20. I think it's more that. I think it's more diversifying what we have as, as far as more product coming in. I think as far as like new product goes and what we have in here, it's pretty solid. And again, we yeah. could not do that if it wasn't for like the customers and the clients yeah. that we have come in here. Like we've been so fortunate to have that. We're from a small town, so they have that small town mentality. Yeah, um, but we're just so fortunate that, you know, they don't shit on us and they're here to help just like we are. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, I think we have a lot of what we're going to need. I mean, there's a lot of seasonal stuff that no is, doubt it's tough to kind of really stock up on because it's only for a short period. But isn't that our fishery? Yeah, like salmon fishing. It'd be, it'd be cool to have a lot of salmon stuff, but I mean, realistically, you have like a month and then it's not going to sell. Yeah. And I mean, there's other shops around that got them. You know what I mean? Exactly. There's, there's other shops where, you know, here, obviously we carry the essentials and then we do what we do. Yeah. You know, we want to do the musky stuff. That's what we want to do. So we brought in, well, good luck finding the tranks. Um, We've brought in the abus. We've brought in the Lexus. We brought in the rods. We brought in the baits. It's like, you know, if that's what people are asking for, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, uh, but it is so season. I think a majority of the time around here, people are fishing walleye. As far as game fish, walleye, smallmouth, musky. 
Yep. As soon as musky season opens, guys are chasing them all year, and it's early in the summer. Um, and it's mainly well, – I mean, obviously, it's mainly a walleye fishery. But we have great pan fishing. Very good. Um, which is pretty seasonal, but you can stay on those fish all summer. The problem is if you catch them shallow, their meat's no good. Uh, it just – it gets too warm, and they get wormy. Yeah, but, that's the downside of it. No doubt. But then you have those seasonal salmon, uh, trout, and whitefish. And when you start to get those salmon and those whitefish moving in in the spring, that's time to fill your freezer. You know what I mean? And then the spring, obviously, you roll into walleye season. And then the summer, you've got bass, muskie. And then finally, you get into the fall where it's your sturgeon. That's when a lot of guys start targeting the perch again. Um, so we're definitely in a seasonal fishery. Very seasonal. But in every season, there's always something to fish for. So it makes up for it. Well, that's the beauty of living where we're at. That's why... You know, sometimes it can be so different. So, you know, you guys get to see it behind the scenes, but that's why sometimes it's so hard for us uh, as far as like on the ordering side, because I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. We have no experience yet. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're running and gunning. This year has been weird, though. The walleye fishing hasn't stopped like at all. The walleye fishing has been really good. I mean, it slowed down for us here in the river. It slowed down for a lot of people in the river. Um, but I mean, they're still there. Like you're going out there early in the morning, right? 5, 5.30 yeah. a.m. launch time. Yep. But you're not having any issue catching your fish. It's just when the sun comes up, they get so tough to put on a hook. I would almost bet some days that it's better fishing like at nighttime than in the springtime. It's been nuts this year. And they're pounding the baits. Yeah, they're not, and then they're not like the usual finicky summertime stinger hook fish. Well, when the sun comes up. Well, then. But in the morning, story, you're right. But yeah, yeah, in the morning, they're mega aggressive. Yeah. We had a weird year in the river, though, as far as, you know, like we never really got the weed. Like we don't have the weeds that we usually have. Some spots of the river do, but at least where we're at mid-river and upper river, we've had some cold water and it, it's, you know, it stayed pretty chilly. Yeah, the water never got to the temperature that it really should have this year. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the fall. I'm hoping that means the walleye are back here sooner uh, and we get to just tee off on them. You know, dude, the muskies are already getting so fat. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait till those shad come in like they did last year. That was in like November. Yeah, uh, well, we were catching them right off the dock. We've been having a lot of like fifty degree nights, and we usually don't get those until like early September. And fifty it's like, degrees tomorrow morning. Yeah, which but it's been like fifty two. I don't know. This will be out soon, but that August twelfth, fifty degrees in the morning. Yeah, it's been like fifty two, fifty three every single morning, which is nuts for August. <laughs> Louie just gave me this look. I didn't even know. What um you think it's gonna affect the fall that much out there? I think the fall run is gonna be a lot sooner than uh everybody's anticipating. Like salmon on the west side already losing their silver. Like a lot of them. And you know, it's weird two hundred feet of water with no silver. It's weird because you're you're they're catching fish like that and they're catching fish like up in the streams and then there's other guys that are still fishing like 400 foot 300 foot you know what i mean they're out deep catching these chrome chrome fish i mean i guess that happens every year though yeah but you know what i mean i'm looking forward to getting over there and jigging them yeah it's just you can usually tell how our fall run is going to be by how the west side run is for walleye too i guess you just base everything what happens in the salmon over there well, because both of it, I think, relies so much on the north wind. Yeah. 
I think like over there, obviously you need the north wind to push that water into the harbors and up into the rivers and those fish are going to follow. And for here, as soon as you push that north wind in, this all the bait's going to start coming this way and yeah. then right behind the bait comes all the fish. Straight north winds all this week though, so why does salmon to be had? We'll see. Hopefully. We'll see. Anything else you got for the good of the shop, for the good of the people? Uh, I don't think so. That's it, eh? I think so. <laughs> well, everyone, we want to thank you again for tuning in for another episode. Um, we're going to definitely, as the fall moves on, get a lot more. Um, I think the best word is organized. We'll get a lot more organized. We're going to start cranking out episodes. I know we were pretty pathetic over the spring and summer. We do apologize, but, hey, if we're busy, it's a good thing. Uh, if you guys haven't been to the store yet, come find us. We're in Marine City, right in the middle of the St. Clair River, 1285 South Bell River Avenue. Find us on our new website. I think I should mention that. Yeah. Find us on our new website. We still don't have online ordering. Uh, that's coming, but I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. It all takes a long time to figure that all out and figure out inventory and all that fun stuff. Um, but we do have a website that will tell you about all the good stuff going on there. Put your email address in there and subscribe. That, we're, <clears throat> that way we can blast out all the news and information. Uh, keep an eye out coming up this fall. We're going to have some demo days here at the shop. We're going to have the Garmin rep down here. Uh, we'll have a St. Croix rep down here. I know we'll be doing some stuff with some of our musky baits. Uh, basically, just to get product into your guys' hands, into the customer's hands, um, and get you out on the dock and enjoying a good day. So we'll find a weekend to do that. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and other than that, y'all, I don't have anything. So if you haven't yet, Louie, tell them what they got to do. Like, share, and subscribe. It doesn't take anything for you guys to do it. It doesn't cost you anything, but it means everything to us. Uh, thanks again for tuning in, and we'll look forward to seeing you guys again on Episode 18.